to EST. If you love the established church, this is the place to have conversations about why the established church matters, how to better serve her, and to hear stories every week about how God is using the church for His glory and our good. The show is hosted each week by Sam Rayner, Josh King, and Micah Fries. We're glad you're here. Hey, what's up? And welcome to another episode of EST, the podcast for established church leaders by established church leaders. My name is Josh and Micah still has birds in the background. Sam has logged into the show. How are you guys? Well, I'm about as good as I was five, five minutes, minutes ago, ago when we yeah. ended the last one. <laughs> <laughs> and for our true. listeners who aren't binge listening, sometimes yeah. every now and then we will record two episodes in a row, although that's right in a row. Yeah. That's why we still have birds. Rare. And... Like uh, Sam just said, there. This is actually part two. This is this is the two of the one-two punch. We talked about an episode. Uh, the previous episode was talking about online broadcasting, um, small groups, and discipleship. Also, pastoral care, making contact and engaging with our members. So, if you have not yet listened to that one, you can listen to it after this. They're not going to build on one another. They're just kind of and you saying part two reminds me of the movie. Part Hot do. shots, part do. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. You know, I say a lot of weird things. <laughs> but before we start, <laughs> Sam, tell us about our sponsors. Yes, we have a wonderful sponsor, Grief Share. Um, and you have got to go check them out. Uh, they are a ministry that equips churches to help people going through difficult seasons in life. Um, they've got some great trusted experts like Dr. Crawford Loritz, Dr. Larry Crabb, H. Norman Wright. Wright. Um, they've got a, a guide that will help you. Um, really helpful resource. Uh, and, um, the, you know, the people at, at GriefShare really understand how to help grieving people. So uh, go, go check it out. Here's where you can find out about it. GriefShare.org forward slash EST. GriefShare.org forward slash EST. Um, get that. Love to, to see you guys over there and um, get a, a just a better grasp on how you can help grieving people. Absolutely. Fantastic resource. Hope that you are checking it out. This is episode, like I said, a complimentary episode of ministering in the online world. A lot of people are um, asking questions, kind of wrestling with some things. So that's why we dropped that special episode, uh, um, the last one we did. And this one's going to complement that as long uh, along those same lines. We're going to be talking about some topics such as online giving, children interaction or engagement, I guess I would say working from home and even visitor follow-up. So let's tackle that big one first. I think this is one that a lot of people are talking about. Can we just speak honestly here? Most, <laughs> we always do. <laughs> most church do. leaders are worried about giving. I mean, and, and it's a worry. It's a thing to be concerned with or maybe not. No, obviously, we're Christians. We do not worry. But at the same time, something you should pay attention to. So what are you guys doing as far as online giving? What have you learned? What services do you use, etc.? What do you got, yeah. Micah? Yeah, Micah first. Yeah, well, I, I don't know that we're a good one to to answer this. Uh, we've our first few days have not been great uh, in terms of the finances. It's been a little bit of a challenge for us, and we're trying to figure it out. Um, we typically receive about fifty percent of our giving online. We've moved that from thirty percent to fifty percent in the last twelve months. Praise the Lord for that. 
And of that 50%, about 50% of that, so 25% of our total giving, is um, irregular, uh, just set up as a regular draft, you know, that automatically goes to us. So we know that we can count on 25% of our giving pretty much week in and week out without question. But beyond that, we're not sure. And so... We're we're still waiting. We've got folks dropping off checks and that sort of thing. So we're still waiting to see how it goes. But mm. our, our online giving hasn't been as strong as we would like to see it be. Now, having said that, we we use um, a fantastic uh, software and, and online payment company that has we've been using it for the last year. And like I've said, we've been able to increase by twenty percent the percentage of people who are giving online. And we think a significant amount of it is connected to getting the right software in there. And so we love we use I mean I think it's okay for us to say we use a company called PayPal mm-hmm. and uh, I mean not PayPal, push pay, sorry. Not PayPal. Everybody knows <laughs> I was, PayPal. I was a we use about that one. two very really? different companies. Yeah, by two the way. very different no we use push pay and they've been fantastic. Oh cool. Uh, yeah, we saw, I mean, our first week, we had to cancel quickly. So, we saw a pretty significant drop. We took in about half online what we anticipated to take in total, which when when I think about it was not too bad because only about 20% of our giving is online right now. Now, I would mm-hmm. love to get towards 80% and that's what we're pushing for during this season. You know, we've got an eight-week financial contingency plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for not gathering. So we did a worst case planning, uh, expected case planning, and best case planning. And in our expected case planning, we said, All right, we're, gonna, we're not going to be able to gather for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So let's put a, a, a contingency plan in place. We, uh, we just anticipated that we're going to lose 50% of our revenue during the eight weeks. And then because we're likely going to enter into a recession, uh, we just said on an ongoing basis, our, our giving is going to decline 20%. So we've mm-hmm. adjusted the budget. We've made some cuts. Thankfully, we had a significant amount of reserves that'll carry us through up to about 20 weeks. After Mm -hmm. that, it starts getting very challenging. Um, But we've got some time to put some other measures in place. Um, Our worst case scenario planning was like, I don't even even want to think about it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole world basically falls apart in the worst case scenario planning. So, we just went with expected case. If you are not planning to do something financially, you need to do that right now. You need to finish this podcast and then you need to get right to work because yeah. your giving is going to go down. Uh, very few churches are going to see an increase in giving uh, probably for the year end. Yeah, uh, we actually did not hit, we did not get any reduction in our giving um, Sunday. We went completely online. We made the announcement on Saturday and we went completely online which is what I would say is miraculous because it, it really is. We it good really for your people. Yeah, yeah, we we. I would argue, and I'll I'll check this, but I don't think we get ten percent of our giving through online typically. So we made this violent switch to almost completely online. We've got violent. Well, I mean, it was fast, and it was it was it was fast, and it was, <laughs> it was just an interesting choice of words. Crazy, yeah. Um, so. Now we just imagine you like wrestling with grandma to you know get a oh, tie yeah, from yeah. her or something. Like, Type you, in you will punch these digits the into your you know, on the, into the system. Flip over the card. So <laughs> the um yeah so how we did that was we were it was it was an initial uh, an immediate thing. Do you know how to watch online? Do you know how to give? That went crazy fast. That's all. That's what we were communicating. We because those two elements needed to take place. So. 
um, we we did. And if you look at the last several months, there are um, there our third week is almost exactly the same as what we got this last week. So um, it's fantastic. Now, what we're doing going forward, which I've been sharing these thoughts with a lot of people, is we are um, we are sending out a, a letter, an old school posted service letter with um, the instructions on how to give online. We're also including a return envelope, a uh, stamped return envelope. So if you can, if you want to send in a check, we have communicated that the offices are open. Also how to um, drop, you know, mail into the Dropbox. We have called all of our membership uh, or we're working through calling our membership. We've got it divided into different things, different categories of people so that we can, you know, divide them out pretty quickly. And um, we're asking those questions. Can I pray for you? Uh, do you know how to watch online? Do you know how to give online? And so we've done that. We've also in all of our broadcasting elements, wherever we're broadcasting, there is a link to how to give. And then we kind of thank people for giving during the broadcast and tell them when you give, these things are the things that you're supporting. So make sure that you uh, continue to give. Hit that link right there. And as I said in the previous episode where we have people trained on engagement on the online services, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, or church online platform, we have that link available. And so the second anybody mentions giving, somebody, one of our hosts, will post that link. This is exactly how you go to that link and set that up. So I think that those... Um, you know, those efforts really helped us with not taking a dip. And to be honest with you, the giving that we've gotten online, we cut off, we cut it off every week on Monday, of course. So the giving that we've gotten online Tuesday, Wednesday, et cetera, is showing for a very strong week. Um, it's charting in the direction of a very strong week. So uh, you're going to have to, like you said, and then Sam also, there's a meeting this afternoon where our um, our business manager and our executive pastor are going through line by line through our budget and cutting, transferring, also making sort of like, you know, if it gets kind of bad, this is what we're going to do. If it gets really bad, this is what we're going to do. You know, some of those kind of plans. Yeah, so, and I would just say your story is unusual. Extremely unusual. Yeah, the fact that everyone would immediately move online it's just it's just not feasible for most churches. In fact, I had a at some time with the church member this morning and you know, she she's a wonderful person and she just said, "Hey, what do I do cuz I'm not going to do the online thing. I'm just not." Mm-hmm. Right. And and she's not even an older person. Um, and so I explained to her what she, and she goes, oh, okay. Um, so for us, it's just managing this cash crunch during the season. Now the question is how long will it last? And it's tough to know. We're, we're, we're planning on eight weeks and then we're planning on a dip following that eight weeks just cause you know, some I, people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. Be a lot I of anticipated getting worse. I, what's that? I mean, what's that? I anticipated getting worse. Like they listen to their leadership and they're like, okay, this is how I give now. But once, you know, if there's recession, if job loss, those sort of things, then you're definitely going to, they'll listen to their pastor all they want, but they don't got it to give. So, I I understand that element. I will say another thing that is sort of one of those helpers, I think, is almost immediately in our closed small group, when we started posting, hey, here's what we're going to do, here's the shift, one of our well-respected members completely on his own kind of just commented and said, hey, everybody, make sure you give. This is the time to give. You need to give. I hadn't talked to him. Nobody had talked to him. He just jumped in there and just pretty much told the church, 
give. And so I think that helped a lot too um, with just people, you know, kind of stepping up in those regards. So any, um, what are some of the resources out there? Cause I've talked to a number of churches that weren't even set up to give online. Do you guys know of any resources that they could download or, or use? Well, I would say there's one really good resource right now. Uh, Lifeway is offering their online giving platform for free. Normally there's a monthly subscription fee, that sort of thing with most online giving, but you can go to Lifeway right now and use it for free other than the credit card processing fees that are normal for anyone, at, you know, anywhere. You're such a good company, man, Micah. Hey, man, I don't know of another company out there that's doing it for free. Small well, churches I was actually going to say right Faith now. Life. Go for it. Um, no, and I I actually applaud Lifeway for doing that. Um, the Lifeway generosity team. The, the, and but by the way, they're not a sponsor. It'd be great not, if they were. They're not. But they're it not. would be great, but they're not paying for panas for this. It's just really. I think I love that they're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah I was uh, also going to add. I saw Faith Life last night. The people who. Um, own Logos uh, Bible yes. Study Software. They are also giving away their free, uh, or not free, but they're giving away their program or their online giving sort of stewardship situation. So those are well, two great. Cool. Yeah, I think it's great. like six months, no fees or, or something along the no setup fee, all that kind of stuff. You still have to pay the bank um, things with both generosity right. and yeah. Yeah, I'm like, right. but that's normal. And, um, you know, several months ago, we started shifting to where you can do the little option where the members make the choice whether or not they're going to pay that credit card fee or we not. We do that as and, well. Yeah, we it, do that as well. And it and it works over real well. Okay, so that's giving. And we want to encourage folks to give. I would also say this. Look, I talked to a church the other day. They don't even have what I – I asked them like, okay, so do you have a – this is a single staff sort of situation. And um, they don't have anybody sitting at the office. And I said, well – do you have a Dropbox or like is your mailbox secure? And they said, no, we don't We don't even have that. And I said, man, I would encourage you just to go down to Lowe's right now and get the most secure. They've got several options that are lockable that are you could put it through a, you know, a slot in the door, those sort of things. You can get a deacon or two to come up and install that. You need something that people can run by and drop off a check. I, I think that's a, at least a step you can take. The other thing that we've been offering locally and I'm, if you've got a buddy church, all of us have friends who are pastoring much larger churches and much smaller churches. So if you're in a situation where you don't have online giving and you have a buddy church, we've offered to a few of the small, uh, smaller than us churches in the area that we've added a line. So when they, they can use our giving link. And so when they click on it, it would say, um, you know, which church do you attend? And they select one of the three churches and then they, give and then we will process it so we'll take it and cut them a check um, because we're already set up that way the other thing is we talk to as um southern baptists we're all divided into these little uh what we call associations they're usually countywide our association can take online giving they're setting that up to um take you know the churches you can go in and select which church and they're going to process it for them so that's just a couple of ideas that you can use if you're in the setting Whatever. Yeah, and I'll just add that the church, d- depending on how long this thing lasts, and if it's more on the shorter term, the impact of the church will be less. But if it's longer term, the impact is going to be greater. So a lot of it just ha- just how long is this going to go? Regardless, the church is going to be different on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. And so if your whole goal is, I just want this to pass so we can go back to the way things were, I think you're looking at this in the wrong way. Um, things are going to be different. Churches are going to be a little smaller. Again, it depends on how long you're out. Churches likely will 
uh, have giving that is a little less. Uh, but it's an, it's our opportunity to also think about what's most important in the life of the church, what's most important for your church. And if you don't take this time to, to act, I think you're missing something. You're not going to be able just to go back to the way things, in most cases, you're not right. going to be able to go back. And I don't think that you should want that. Right. Um, this is our chance to, uh, to step up and actually move in the direction that we need to move. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Um, which we're looking at it as a state of opportunity. I know I'm super cheesy. It's not a state of emergency. This is a state of opportunity. And so we're really pushing some of those efforts like online giving, online broadcast, those sort of things. Let's talk about children interaction. Uh, my heart just goes out to these little boogers, I call them. Um, they're all sitting at home and, and they're driving their parents crazy. Some, some folks, of course, are homeschooling, so they're used to this um, in some regard. But, you know, even homeschoolers, uh, like my friends who are homeschooling, they typically will go out and do things like what's called a co-op or they'll do these activities that, and they're not able to do those things. So I'm kind of, my heart's going out to them. So uh, what one of the strategies we've been using, and I'd be curious what you guys are thinking on this as well. And of course, if you have a children's minister on staff, then um, he or she will probably be kind of working some of this up. But if you don't, um, I would encourage you to think through the, the kids. So typically our youngest um, children will be off in some other option during the worship service. We don't have children's church, but the very young ones like kindergarten and lower, um, maybe some older ones are in their small group while their parents attend worship. I know that's that's not exactly what we want them to do, but that's what they do. Um, in this setting, in our current in our current environment, a lot of them are in the living room. You know, parents are like, hey, we're, we're doing church. So, you know, come in here and this is what's going on. So, what we've decided is we've created a list of things to do essentially with Pastor Josh, projects, these sort of things. Yesterday, I did a live uh, prayer gathering. And, um, and beforehand, I said, hey, get all the kids in there. I'm going to have a couple words for them as well. And so I just take this moment and say, hey, kids, I want to talk to you. I missed seeing you Sunday. I, I missed the high fives and the hugs. And so, hey, let's do something, though. The weather's cool. Um, and I love running. So will you run with me? And we, you know, we were going to run up and down our driveway 10 times. So everybody do that. Post a picture of it. If you ride your bike or if you're in a wheelchair or, you know, different ways of getting around then I want you to do that with me. And we got a ton of kids just posting these pictures of them running up and down the driveway 10 times or, or you know, silly pictures. One little girl went out and got her little manicure in her driveway. She says she doesn't run. And so, you know, those kind of interactive things. We've got other things about draw a picture for Pastor Josh or something like that. You know, just trying to keep them engaged, um, giving projects for them to do. Have you guys seen any other resources maybe people are using or your church is employing? Yeah, I mean, our, our children's minister, Jenny, is just an incredibly creative person. So, um, you know, she's doing some Facebook Live events. Um, we've got some interactive, uh, creative things to happen throughout the week, some uh, challenges, if you will, that we call them family challenges that she's putting out there. Um, you know, one of them was great. Just record a video of your kids telling a joke and then post it on Facebook. Oh, and then we say, awesome. use our hashtag. Stealing. You know, love Westby. Stealing um, Jenny. What's that? Uh, tell Jenny I stole it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you can you can check out her stuff. Um, 
I let me just look up the the web page really quick. Um, Jenny Funderburg, uh, you know she's uh, she got remarried, so it's kind of a different name there. But JennyFunderburg.com, go check it out. Um, and uh, she's got some great great activities um, at her Facebook page. Um, where whenever we post our worship. Uh, videos. She's got some things for the kids to do, like watch how many times Pastor Sam touches his face. Um, and <laughs> or he says, them. yes. Or count, you know, why don't you count how many times he says the word hope? Uh, oh, so we're going to cool. be doing some things like that in the future nice. as we are kind of a digital, in the digital world, online world while for church for this season. Um, so she's integrating the family stuff uh, into uh, what we're doing at, at, in the whole church. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Micah? Got any thoughts? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're doing many of the same, same things that you guys are doing. Katie, our children's director, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the best leaders we have. And so she's doing incredibly creative things, things like you guys are talking about, Facebook Lives. She's got articles that she's written for parents. She just I just read one and sent it to my wife this morning on how to help your kids manage anxiety during this time. And mm-hmm. it was incredible. Uh, but one of my favorite things she did, and she posted this last night, was we do for all of our children in order to be baptized at Brainerd, you have to go through a new believers course. And um, she does that once a month or so. And last night was when she was supposed to do that. Or at least that was one of the weeks. And so she did it via Zoom. And we've got this great picture of Katie and four other screens, you know, four other um, screens of of just four other kids. It's Katie with four kids all in there together as she's teaching the New Believers class to these four kids in our church who have recently trusted Christ and are walking through this preparing for baptism. And it just made my... It just made my day and not only mine, but a ton of people in the church who I think one of the things that people have been encouraged about in our church is just that the church is continuing to be faithful and serve and work and, you know, that sort of thing, even though we're having to rethink the way we're doing it. Yeah. And uh, as far as free resources that we've seen out there, there's a lot of great stuff at uh, at the Bible Project, a lot of great videos and things kids can watch and be a part of. Uh, We try to, like most parents, limit screen time. Uh, I will say, you know, just be a little bit more gracious with your kids. This might be just a reminder um, for all of you who are parents anyways. Like normally, I would probably freak out if I came home and my third son had dug a big old hole in the backyard. Um, (laughs) That's the kind of thing that Josh King freaks out about. But yesterday, I was like, you know, hey, don't do that again. And we just carried, you know, because it's a tough time for them. And something like you talked about there with Micah um, dealing with the stress of this. This has a trauma level to it, and we need to be considerate of that because all of a sudden, they're not in school anymore. All of a sudden, you know, you're staying home more. Parents have attention to them. You know, there's some some of those things, so just keep that in mind. I would also say that LifeWay, since we're plugging them like crazy, but they're fantastic resources, not only doing their online giveaway stuff, but they're also um, have a, what's called LifeWay Kids at Home. That's totally free right now. In fact, you can go to LifeWay.com slash coronavirus and get um, several, several free resources um, and related articles and things like that from our partners at LifeWay. And I say our partners, not from the podcast, but us personally. All three of us personally partner with LifeWay through um, Man, LifeWay getting the love on this show. Man, Lifeway always and, has my love. Hey, Lifeway has our love anyway. None of us have anyway, a connection there anymore. None of us have a connection there anymore. But listen, Lifeway is an incredible company. And if they're providing products for free for folks during the virus, praise the Lord for them. Let's, yeah. uh, let's high five them and thank the Lord We don't have that connection anymore, but we love them, right? 
Yep. All right. Yep. Are you guys working from home? No, we're keeping. So that's something I wanted to bring up. Thanks for asking. Uh, we uh, we are still keeping our office hours at the church. Okay. I'm actually recording this at the church. We are practicing social distancing. Thankfully, we have. We're not a giant church. We're actually kind of compact in terms of you know how we have to operate here because we're in the city. Uh, but we do have a decent amount of square footage, and so our, our staff do, do have offices, and we're able to operate in that way. So we, mm. you know, we probably wouldn't if people had to sit next to each other if you have a different work setup mm-hmm. but since most staff have offices we're we're keeping everything going as planned as normal same office hours uh, mainly just to let our church it's a symbol of where you know we're not we're not giving up and we're still the church we didn't cancel church we just we aren't worshiping unfortunately uh, we're not able to worship together so we've been busier than ever actually i mean our staff is it it has it hasn't been around the clock but it's felt that way mm-hmm and we oh, did yeah. this before during Hurricane Irma. Um, we were in crisis mode for about two, three weeks because power was out. Um, we didn't have church because the hurricane hit. We had some damage to the church that had to get fixed. and um, So we've done this before. Um, I, I really am not glad to do it again, but uh, but we will because we love our neighbors and we, we love our people. So we're, we're continuing on as usual. We're just practicing all the safety measures that um, pe- the, the government has asked us to do. Yeah, we um, we did send almost all of our staff home, and so most of our staff has gone home. A few of our staff are still working from the office. I'm recording this right now from the office, uh, though <clears throat> I truthfully could work from home, and it probably wouldn't change much because we've eliminated pretty much all of our face-to-face meetings, and we've gone to um, virtual meetings for all of those meetings. And so some of our lead team members are receptionist. And our facilities folks are still here. But other than that, we've already sent everybody else home. I think we're going to do – we close we, – we're never open on Fridays. So we're going to close um, today and wrap it up. And then I think I'm going to just kind of go through. Some will not. It will be optional. I think uh, like my XP and I were talking yesterday about how like I don't care if we've got to work from home or not. i got to get up here because I can't focus at the house. So I'm going to come up to my office, still kind of practice social distancing, not really hang out, but um, we'll do that. Any at-risk sort of personnel, we have some that are over certain ages, and so we're going to go ahead and send them home. Uh, We're going to try to keep operations. We've got digital phone systems, so you could technically, the quote-unquote receptionist who is, you know, of a certain age, um, I don't know her age, but she's over that limit, and she could technically still take the calls and route them from her house, from her little, her cell phone right there. And she knows how to do that. So that's an option. Um, facility staff, we're keeping around. What we've done is shifted. Obviously, you don't need to mop the floors and um, you don't need to which, you know clean out trash cans because there's nobody here. So uh, we're not gathering those sort of things. So we kind of shifted to those jobs that don't normally get done or get pushed back. So like we're renting an upholstery cleaner and every single chair in the sanctuary, every single chair in the building uh, is going to get upholstery cleaned and then like the legs all wiped down, the window seals, the floorboards, those sort of things instead of the typical um, pattern, weekly pattern, we're going to shift those sort of things around. So when we all come back, this campus is going to be amazing. It's going to be like brand new <laughs> chairs and stuff. So, um, But that just gives them something to do. Otherwise, literally, I mean, how, how many times can you check an empty trash can? I mean, it, it's still empty. Nobody's been here. Uh, so... Uh, I think that's how we're going to shift. 
to that way. But I understand. Um, if it seems kind of weird to say like work from home, that's why we're going to say it's just kind of optional because, like you, Sam, you can come up here. You just go to your office. Yeah, I mean, let me just the other thing that we're doing, and this is uh, a bit on the creative side. So we have an outreach ministry to the neighborhood that mm-hmm. we've been doing. Uh, I won't get the details of that outreach ministry, but basically going door to door and giving people gifts. Um, we're putting that on hold, obviously, uh, because uh, nobody wants strangers up at the door uh, during this outbreak. Uh, that being said, we've got a team together that's writing handwritten letters uh, to uh, just all of the houses around our church. Um, and we're going to put a little gift card in there to a local business because we, you know, one of the we want to flatten the curve mm-hmm. with this thing, but we also want to shop local to keep local businesses, small businesses going. Um, so we're going to include a, a gift card to uh, that that local business. It's a ice cream shop, and um, just say, hey, it's been a stressful time, and enjoy a little treat on us. And we're going to have handwritten notes that we that we've got a team that's going to do that. So there are some creative things that you can be doing to keep keep doing ministering to keep not only ministering to your own people but ministering to your neighborhood don't forget to minister to your neighborhood we have some wonderful saints who are continuing to serve our homeless and our underprivileged children uh every day so we're getting people food uh at our south side campus every single morning um because otherwise during this kind of outbreak they they likely would not get fed Mm. Um, so we, we've got some people that are that are kind of putting themselves in a bit of a harm's way um, to minister to others, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I'm very proud of them. So we're continuing to do as much ministry as we can. In fact, I would argue we're probably busier with ministry than we right. have been, uh, and it's a good thing. Yeah. I would um, say we're definitely ahead. busier. No, without question, we're busier right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's uh, it's exhausting. Um, and you get into that habit of just going, 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 going so much information, so many conversations. It's hard for me to go home and turn off and just, you know, stop. But I need to, I need to, uh, last thing. And this probably won't take very long. It's just visitor follow up. Uh, we're getting so many online people. They're filling out these forms. All we're doing is just kind of contacting them. Uh, how can we pray for you? Uh, you know, do you need any help? getting online i mean they know how to do this stuff online but we're just kind of following up and i think i don't know that there's anything else to do but what we're trying to do is keep in mind that this will go back to normal and so when it goes back to normal you know we want to have not dropped them in this time frame so uh we we got a list of all the people who over the last several months have visited but haven't necessarily joined and and we just went through and called every single one of them and that their call went like this it says we know you're not a part an official part of the second fam but we still want to make sure that you're doing okay is there anything we could pray for you about and yesterday we had this huge list of prayer requests that came directly from our non-members and so we all prayed over those lists and stuff like that so just want to remind you to kind of follow up with them any concluding thoughts closing thoughts guys you've got this because god's got this right well we don't really have it but god's got it god's got it and i know that's a bit of a trite phrase but it's true absolutely and dig in uh now is the time to be doing good ministry i know that there's fear i know that there's concern even worry perhaps or anxiety over the financial situation of the church you know what? Let God handle that and just dig in and be the church in your neighborhood. This is when your neighbors need you most. So mm-hmm. get creative. We've given you some ideas over the last two episodes. Um, you can do this. 
And you know what? The God will honor the faithfulness of you doing your very best to minister to people during this time. That's absolutely right. Thanks for listening, and we'll check you next week. Hey, this is Tom Rayner. I'm here to tell you about Church Initiative. This ministry partner has been around for a quarter of a century, 25 years, and they're the creator of two highly respected ministries that can help your church grow and revitalize. They are Grief Share and Divorce Care. I just commend them to you greatly. I know you're busy, so the thought of adding another ministry sounds challenging, but the makers of Grief care, Share and Divorce Care get that. It's why they have a team of experienced coaches. They equip your church members to get the program started, so it's not just on your plate. Pastors are saying this is one of the most easiest, most effective ministries they've ever offered. Visit churchinitiative.org forward slash EST to learn more about this life-changing support group that will draw people to your church or check today's show notes and you can find the link there. Make sure you join us and learn about Church Initiative and their great ministries. You've been listening to EST, a discussion for the established church. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. Thanks for listening.